Welcome to this week's edition of Gravel Travel. I'm your host, JJ LaRue. Okay, so yes, Andrew and Anamin, welcome to Gravel Travel Podcast. And today it's quite different in many respects in that you both are adventure travelers or riders, but in this specific case, we're going to talk about the yearly event that's currently happening in South Africa. I don't know if it's happening internationally as well, called the Honda Quest. Is that right? Andrew, you want to tell us a little bit yes. about yourself and the event, please? Um, sure. Uh, sure. I, 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 I got into adventure riding um, uh, just after I got married and I decided... Um, not because I had got married, but uh, yeah, yeah. much to, much to uh, anyway, got adventure riding. And um, through adventure riding in South Africa, I was um, met up with a bunch of people, as you do. And I was introduced to the uh, forum. There's a big forum called the Wild Dog Forum. Um, and through that, I I had a, I took great joy in um, going to go and explore places and write about it. Um, so... I enjoyed the the writing of it, and um, and one of the things that I preferred to do was to go really off the beaten track quite far, which um, included lots of spaces and places in southern Namibia and up in the Kolkafelt and Rochtesfelt. Um, and then, by good fortune, um, we had a chap by the name of Alexander Nell who started uh, rallying in South Africa, the uh, Amageza Rally, and um, that piqued my interest, and so. Not having loads of cash to spend on rally bikes, I entered my big KTM 950 into the Amageza Rally um, and did it four times, the last time on a, on a, on a 525, but I really enjoyed the, 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 the rally section of it. Um, so as a result of getting a little bit of um, infamy or notoriety on Wild Dogs and, and Amageza, um, uh, Honda at some stage were going to release their new Africa Twin, and part of the release of the Africa Twin was that they they wanted a, a vehicle to to expound on the properties of the of of the Africa Twin being an, an adventure motorcycle, um, not a race bike, but an adventure motorcycle. So um, Hardy de Kock of Specialized Adventures he um, convinced. The Honda Motorcycle Corp at the time, um, when this was in 2016, um, he convinced them that that it was quite a slump for the motorcycling market. That he had a as then a really successful project that he'd used with Ford Ranger, the Odyssey uh, events. Um, that maybe they'd like to have a go with. Um, marketing their Honda Africa Twin, the new 1,000cc Honda Africa Twin, using a similar event, um, which he called Honda Quest. And the idea was that it was going to be um, uh, 10 pairs of contestants. Uh, they would be flown into Vintuk, and then from there they would go around the Kolkopelt on these big 1,000cc adventure motorbikes. Um, at the time, Honda had, um, apart from the Dakar efforts, which are on the 450 bikes, they, they really didn't have a vehicle um, that was out of the mold of what 
had become a little bit like the um, the GS Challenge, or um, they were not they were not keen to go and do an, an, a competitive event like that to market their their product. And they found that the idea of mixing the Africa twin back in Africa, going to go to some place that's iconic, the Coca Vault, um, and have it in a um, adventurous uh, format that had some competition to it, but it wasn't a race. And the idea that was that it was to um, have adventurers and not professional races um, in pairs where they would then ride for over a set distance. So all of us who, and, and luckily for us, when I say us, I was one of the first competitors in 2017. And luckily for us, um, Hardy enlisted uh, the Wild Dog Forum as a place to go and find riders. And then a whole bunch of us all leapt at the opportunity to go and do this. And so because I'd had a little bit of a, a big bike experience and I had done a little bit of rally, and as had many other people who entered into that year's competition, it turned out that there were a lot of us who knew each other as a result of all our adventuring and a little bit of the rally riding. And then that is how my adventuring got involved with this Honda Quest. And so I was in, incredibly fortunate to be able to go and be a competitor on the, the very first Honda Africa twist, uh, Quest. And the idea behind it was, it was not a race. It was an opportunity to showcase this, the, the, the elements of the Honda Africa twin, which for the first time, each pair of um, contestants had to ride a DCT, which is a dual clutch, clutch transmission, the, the brand new system that had never been used off-road. It was on the pan-European pan bike. There was a DCT bike in, in each team and as well as a manual. And so for the 10 days, I think it was 12 days that we, that we were on it, um, we had to swap. And so over the um, 12 days uh, with um, uh, 20 bikes, there was 10 teams, besides punctures, there was not one single um, breakage or mechanical. So they acquitted themselves beautifully. It was, it was an absolutely amazing adventure. And for Honda, it became an, you know, this iconic scenery, um, amazing adventures, um, absolutely awesome experiences of people who, admittedly, there was a little bit of, you know, it wasn't your, wasn't your entry-level adventure rider, but none of them were um, uh, professional-level racers. Uh, all of them were, like me, just chaps who enjoyed adventuring and we we're, were wanting to go and see whether we could you know, match ourselves to what the Africa twin and, and Africa had to offer us. So that's it's a little bit of how I got involved and how I got involved with the Honda Quest. I mean, tell us about yourself as a participant in adventure riding and, and the sport. <laughs> Hi, JJ, and good afternoon, Andrew. Well, I... I still think of myself as a new um, adventure rider. Um, I started in 2015, but hardly ever rode my bike for two years. So I actively started in 2016, December, on a very uh, um, adventurous ride in Lesotho with mud. It was my first experience as a weekend away. And then it kind of um, sparked my dormant adventure last which I then started actively really training and riding off-road um, and 
got it getting to know all the ladies in in biking with Barbara. So with Barbara Mudzinski that participated in 2016, I was quite involved with her um, her journey. I also know Jana that did the 2018th um, West. I've always been aware of the um, event, but I was never able to um, participate. I was never available for it. And so when I saw that the entries were coming up in December 2019, I'm like, I have to remember to, to um, enter. Because this is, a, firstly, it's an event that I'm very interested in. I followed it from the start. Um, the area, I've never been there off-road. I've never been there even in a car. So I'm very excited about that. I'm also very excited to participate with people that the common denominator is adventure riding. And um, um, I'm very moved by it that I was chosen to participate. Um, and I'm very lucky. Um, and I'm a little bit nervous and extremely excited. Understandably, yes. Andrew, from a from a participant point of view, did the format change over the last couple of years? Um, sorry, JJ, just before maybe I answer that, um, I'd like to give a bit of a shout out to um, Arno Luik. Um, uh, he uh, was one of the um, boot camp contestants who made it through to the finalists. Um, and then um, uh, he hadn't let on, but he had been challenged with uh, brain cancer and um, made it into the final. And then um, along came COVID. And uh, although we were supposed to have done this now in April, it was postponed. And in between April and I think it was around about July, he had to say, listen, I'm, I, I can't continue more because my brain cancer has now returned and I need to go for an operation. And then because of COVID, his operation was put out. Um, and so Arno went in uh, last night um, for his operation, which has been successful. Um, and he's uh, lots of humor on our, on our WhatsApp group for HondaQuest 2020. He's been posting some humorous stuff about catheters and whatnot. So I'd just like to say um, I really do appreciate um, him still, still being in the group. And it's a pity that he couldn't come and join us. So, so yeah. Lo I just want to make that clear. So last night would have been uh, Wednesday, the 29th, um, just for those that might have Tw a delay. On the 28th, sorry, 28th. So it would have been, have been Wednesday the 28th um, last night. So it, uh, by all accounts, it was successful. Um, they didn't remove his sense of humor. So glad to see that. Um, yeah. So a shout out to him because, um, yeah, if COVID hadn't hit, he would have been – yeah, possibly a winner on Honda Quest. So um, anyway, back to your original question. Has the format changed? Um, yes, in some ways. So, um, and in some ways not. Uh, the way that it has changed is that um, initially there were 20 competitors, 10 teams of two. Um, and each team had, as I said, the DCT and the manual version. Then in 2018, it was down to uh, um, seven teams of two and everybody then rode a dct so it was all dct bikes um the first version that i was a competitor on it was in the kalka fault and then the second version was in the rifters fault um and initially there was an expectation that the the rifters fault would be a little bit more tame than the kalka fault but it, it wasn't it was actually 
yeah, it was harder. It was much harder to to do the Rotisfelt version, mostly because um, there was an element of temperature. So it was extremely hot in the Rotisfelt, which it's going to be here as well. And then the quality of the sand was, um, the Rotisfelt has more sand than the Cocofelt. Um, there was, there was, this year we're, we're back to um, seven teams of two and we're going back to the Cocofelt um, Mostly the, the route will stay, it'll be very similar. Um, but as to the major matrices of, of the process, they stay the same. So the idea is to take average guys and girls um, to have them adventure on Africa Twins. This year is going to be the brand new Honda Africa Twins. Though it is bigger in um, capacity, it's, it's lighter. Um, amazing bit of technology. Um, and I personally feel that as much as I'm a bit of a um, hardcore purist, um, I do feel that DCT is possibly the way of the future. It is an amazing system that lifts people who may have a little bit more of a challenge around doing a bit of technical, lifts their game a lot. Um, the idea is to take average people and not only have them provide Honda with an experience of theirs, but also to impart upon them information, technique learning, um, to, to, to be able to have a bit of a story to tell when they're much older. Um, so I think some of the details have changed and certainly the, um, the location has changed, but um, the basic format has stayed exactly the same. It's, it is unedited, unscripted. There is um, no racing. Um, there's just a lot of be a good adventure rider, um, help out your buddies, um, try not break a bike. <laughs> if you, if you break a bike, um, you're out. Um, and then of course there's this massive incentive to, to just get on the experiences, the experience itself, but the winning pair get to ride home on their bikes. They oh. get to keep them, which is, that's quite an incentive. So you can imagine there's, there's two Honda Africa Twins um, quest bikes. The actual bike that you ride is the bike that you go home on. So if you win, of course. Um, I was I felt terribly hard done by in my year because I was certain that I'd won it, but it actually went to the right people. The difference between the the the, the, the contestants last year and, and Maya was that in Maya there was maybe a little bit more people who were more experienced. Um, so there was a few people who. We'd all race together in Amageza. And then in 2018, uh, I think there was one person who'd ridden Amageza, and the rest of them were ad uh, adventure riders who were had a. Anyway, so the pair who won was um, Claude and Majaki Romaneng, and um, Claude Daisel. And Majaki was uh, a road biker. He'd been on gravel once. And um, at the boot camp on the first corner, he fell off. First gravel corner, he fell off on this bike. Um, so me being, you know, thinking I know lots about off-road riding, I was certain that there was no way that this guy, um, as nice as he is, was going to make it. And he battled through. Um, and I've got to, I had to eat my hat. This guy, uh, he was just a sponge for information. And and in the end, Majaki and Claude, they won. And um, to, uh, Majaki on the toughest day, which was day two, if I remember rightly, um, which is right against the Orange River, um, going along the Namako Eco Trail. Um, 
that was his baptism of, of fire and, and what an amazing chap. So the idea is to take average people who, you know, and I mean, you say you, <laughs> your debut is 2015. Well, Majox was in, was the, the day of boot camp. So um, yeah, he had a, an amazing experience and, and um, uh, I, I really do look forward to people who, you know, experiencing with them, going to these places which are iconic and beautiful um, and riding these massively capable bikes through there. So, and I mean, how, did, how does story. hearing all of this make you feel? Um, warm and fuzzy. And um, I do get um, moved a lot. So I'm prepared for some um, teary eyes very, um, quite soon. Um, now, I'm, ex I'm extremely excited and privileged for this um, experience coming up. I'm basically out of words, which is difficult to find to express how um, amazing this is. And um, I've, I've got so much support from friends and um, fellow bikers, which is also overwhelming for me. I get a lot of messages. Um, Wishing me good I mean, luck. the idea and the possibility um, of you leaving I, there on Friday, the 13th of all things, with the motorcycle that you competed on. I mean, that must be pretty bloody amazing to know that that exists. That, uh, I'm getting goosebumps at the moment, but if, if, that, if that happens, it's, it's... I've already won a bike trip of a lifetime, which is the experience that I was hoping for since the day I bought my first bike. It, have, you, have, you, have you done um, any preparations? I, know, I suppose it's hard to even think about that because you don't really know. You kind of have an idea what you're preparing yourself for, but that might be on a, on a technical level or um, on a physical level, but the rest is, is going to happen mentally, right? Um. In a way, um, I think to cope with the mental part where you might have an off day or get tired or get irritated, I don't think it's superhuman if you don't get irritated or tired. Um, preparation, I focused a lot on fitness. I've been with the BiceFit gym, which is uh, specifically focused for bike fitness. And they've helped me a lot. Um, I've been riding over weekends, a little bit technical, um, single tracks as much as possible. Um, and then just keeping cool and calm and thinking of all the experience that I've had before, um, I've done or roads that I've done before. What There's a lot of stuff that I cannot prepare for because mm -hmm. I don't know what to expect. And my motto is, which I daily tell myself is, wing it when you're in it. And manage it. Brilliant. Well, um, just to let you know, guys, on the Friday the 13th, I am going to join the guys, or the plan is to join the guys at the finish line. I'll be there to see who wins it, and whether they were in it. or. <laughs> and, um, and thank you very much. And, and, and do thank you very much for all your information and stuff like that. And I wish you all the best. And I mean, with, with the with the end of, with the event and uh, may the best um man win um i suppose no. 
so so JJ, just to set maybe um, a little bit of a, a a scene as to what happens right at the end. So um, the contestants don't know where they are standing the whole way through the the, the trip. Um, so all the way through, everything is observed. Um, so not only don't they know where they're standing, but it isn't always obvious as to what they're being marked on. And it's all about attitude. It is about, it's not so much your riding skill. It is, it's about how you're handling yourself in these scenarios. So the idea is um, you're never going to get, be able to go through that whole thing and have a clean run the whole way through. So be, being at a team effort, one day you might not be doing so well and your, your, your partner might not be doing so well. And the idea is that the whole group has to get the whole group through. So not only are you in this competition, but part of being a competitor is looking out for everybody else as well, which sounds a little bit, um, but that's the point of the whole thing. So um, then on our last evening before we meet you, um, there is, uh, through the whole process, there's not only just about the writing, but there's other things as well. There's presentations and um, various exercises which don't have anything to do with the bike um, that people go through. But on the second to last evening, last evening before we meet you, um, there's a lot of excitement as to, all right, so who's got this damn bike? And um, we leave early in the morning, and it's only a very short ride to Kaleo, which is the place that we'll be meeting you at. And it, I'm getting a little bit goosebumps thinking about it because um, you ride into this beautiful part of the Cedarburg, and then you then as you come through, um, there's this wonderful, very beautiful um, uh, place called Kaleo, and you ride up, and there's all these Honda flags and all the big wigs from Honda are there. And, and Mr. Honda from uh, Honda Africa will be there. And um, uh, people still don't know who's won, who's won this bike. And um, we all shuffle into the hall, very dirty and stinky. And um, all the bikes are, are sitting outside, gorgeous. They look beautiful in all their dust and stuff. And it's only right at the end. Um, will the winners be announced? So you will be witnessing the winners, as do the winners going to be witnessing as well. And they, they, nobody knows who's won. If you if you go and dig up some of the the, the videos from from the previous years and look at the, um, uh, the the presentation right at the end, it's very moving. Um, you asked about uh, what are people doing to prepare. So on our WhatsApp group for all the cost, uh, the quest contestants, which um, we've been giving out a lot of information. The biggest thing is. Um, make sure that you're fit. Uh, practice your riding, as Anamina said. Um, the other thing is that um, be prepared for riding in very hot temperatures and having to struggle while it's very hot. So there's a huge emphasis on um, dehydration. Um, it is possibly the biggest thing to look out for, dehydration and heat stroke. So make sure that your kit is heat proof. So it's light enough that it'll be okay for that. And then we've, uh, been sponsored by the previous year's co uh, Quest contestants. They all clubbed together and they've they sponsored everybody, I think, 60 sachets of Rehydrate each. So they, the, the previous year's contestants got in on this whole thing and they've they've sent um, Rehydrate to this year's contestants. So I'm really looking forward to it. I think it'll be magnificent. Although, because it was to be in April and it's now happening in November, the Richters felt 
It should I be can, quite toasty. I don't even have to imagine. I've been there before. So <laughs> I know all about it. <laughs> Andrew, all the best with the events. And, uh, and I mean, may the best woman or man win for that matter. I really, I wish you best of luck. And um, I'll see you at the finish line on the 13th. Yes. Finish line. Goal. goal. <laughs> yeah. Can't Thank you, guys. <laughs> Oh, Thanks, JJ, for the, thanks, JJ, for the opportunity um, to have a chat with you.